It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Bustin' Loose Baseball with Grant and Danny. Interviews, analytics, and analysis on everything baseball in the nation's capital. The system for the Nationals, something we focus on a lot here on Boston Loose Baseball, has improved exponentially this year for a couple of reasons, most notably the Soto trade, obviously. But they had a draft where they, they got a, a bat and athlete at the top of the board. So you add Elijah Green to Brady House, and then you bring in all the players from the Padres. And you know, in one year, this thing has gone from being you know 26th, 27th, depending on where you're looking in systems, maybe as high as 23rd, 24th, to now being in the top 10 in, in some places, which is a big, big deal. There's going to be a high pick at it again, though. And this is a quick reminder that this is a terrible year, and the Nats are really unlucky to be the worst team in baseball. And what I mean by that is this is the first year where being the worst team does not get you the first pick. Because in this new CBA, you just mentioned the uh, labor dispute. One of the things that changed right before the start of the season when the two sides finally agreed on a pact was that the draft would be, I should say, the draft order would be assigned via lottery. And at the top of the board, the bottom three teams in the sport will all have an equal chance at the top pick because I think a lot of veteran players, there are plenty of fans as well, didn't like the tanking by design, even though I've never had a problem with it. See the Orioles, I think it works. See the Cubs before that, the Astros before that. It's how I think you should build. Heck, see the Nationals when they were the first pick in the draft and got Strauss and Harper in back-to-back years before they turned their organization around. But right now, the Nationals are six games worse than, so in my equation better than the Pirates in the quest for the top record, worst record, in the National League draft order. Uh, They do have to worry about Oakland, I guess, who they're only three games in the clear of in the win column. Detroit, they're only five games in the clear of in the win column. But it does look like they'll have at least the tie for the highest percentage chance to get the number one pick this year, which is a big deal. It is. They'll, They'll be in store for a really, really good player. One, two, or three. You'd obviously rather have pick one, but you know they're. I think they're guaranteed to finish in the top three if their record is there uh, in, uh, among the worst. So you know it, you're right. It, it's not what it was. It doesn't guarantee you. I mean, I think back a handful of years ago, my math stinks. So whatever year it was, when Seattle got hot right at the end of the season, like won a couple of games and you know even won a series to let the Nationals get the number one pick, and that turned into Steven Strasburg, which of course worked out pretty darn well. But yeah, I, I mean. The the Nats will be in a position where they simply have to have to take advantage and have to be better. We talked about this a lot on, on the show, I think rightfully so. Their biggest organizational weaknesses over this period of great success that's now, you know, led them to this rebuild here over these last three seasons where they've really been very poor. Their biggest weaknesses to me are drafting and developing. 
That's the way they haven't been able to sustain some things. It's why they've had to you know, ransack their system to fill in cracks, whether it's the bullpen, the rotation, you know, uh, position players and the like. They're, they're, the road has been just littered with way too many Carter Key booms, way too much Victor Robles. They just haven't had guys pan out anywhere near enough uh, enough frequency. And you, you, know, you throw a bunch of darts at the wall, right? I mean, the, the, guy, the name I always come back to as my example of this is where is their Spencer Strider? Where is that guy? Where's the third rounder? I mean, I remember a couple years ago, they drafted this kid, this lefty, who, who was nasty as all get out, out of TCU in the third round, who was super intriguing. I don't see that guy on any roster anywhere. I have no idea. I don't remember what his name is, where he is. Where's their third rounder? Where's the fifth rounder? Where's the tenth rounder that sneaks up and, and turns into a bona fide major leaguer as a, as a nice bonus to, you know, uh, you can let one guy walk away and then you've got an answer kind of already waiting. It's it's been their Achilles heel. It's been their biggest problem. And I think at this stage, hopefully the, this last class, whether it's House and Company, the prospects that they've just added, will sort of mask some of those inefficiencies. They've got to start nailing these at a higher level. And it, I think it, it involves dedication to it, not only the scouting process, but the development part of this. I think they go hand in hand. They have not developed very well at all. And you and I have kind of some complaints around the edge of, yeah, there's this 25-year-old that's still at A-ball that's, you know, seems to be, he should be moving up, but he's not. What's going on there? Whatever it is, philosophical-wise, if it's a money thing, if it's a resource thing, I don't know. It simply has to get better and look no further, again, than the Orioles as a way to demonstrate, oh, there's a blueprint. That's how I compete quickly. Real quick on the draft lottery. So the Nats at 49 and 94 uh, would have a 16.5% chance of getting the number one overall pick. Same as the A's and the Tigers if the season ended today. Then you've got all 18 teams, basically, that don't make the playoffs, have a chance at the number one pick. But teams uh, like 10 and below have basically a 1.5% or less. I mean, you really have to literally hit the lottery. Uh, what it looks like to me is, and I just there's a draft simulator on Tankathon that, that I've used. I just ran it six times. The Nats got the first pick just once. Which oh, is there you go. not a great situation. But point being, you know, if if you look at it, that theoretically no one has a better chance at being the number one overall team on the board come the draft, but there are two teams equal. Pirates are barely behind you. Reds have a ten percent chance. The, the Marlins and Royals five and seven percent chances. So if you simulate the lottery right now, it comes back. The Cubs just won the lottery. They had a 3.9% chance to do it. Oh, I, I see. I thought Washington, as you're doing this, I know people can't see the simulation. I thought the the teams with the worst records that had that 16-plus percent chance couldn't fall out of a certain level. I guess maybe I was wrong about that. I, I thought it was kind so of So like I was trying to NBA. find that. There is a floor, I believe, but I don't know that it's top three. I, okay. I think they could be a little bit or, lower Maybe it was top that. four or five, something like that. But in the simulation you just ran, Washington was seventh. The other thing I want to note that I think is very funny is this is a, a website that I have, I've actually used for NBA stuff and, and a number of things called Tankathon. If you look, the win streak column, this is just funny to me, they put in green the losses. That's usually when you look at one of these standings things or something like that, if you go to MLB.com or otherwise, where it's like, hot streak, the green, it's good. They're they're in the green. They're happy. They won five in a row. They yeah, won nine in a row. it's red for the Pirates who have won yeah. four in a row or the Cubs that have won yeah. three in a row. Because because the Cubs have beaten up with the Mets, so it's like, uh-oh, this is bad. They, they Their wins are in red. It's just flip-flopped, and I think it's a nice little touch. Yeah, you, you want the losses. On Tankathon, you for, want those else For Tankathon, uh, which I know a lot of people don't love. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? 
And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Uh, you mentioned the minor leagues and pitchers who sometimes are older than their level. I did want to congratulate Jackson Rutledge, though, who started in Game 1 for Fredericksburg of their playoff series. They actually have Game 2 coming up tonight in their playoff series, and I believe Yarlin Susana is on the mound. So that'll be interesting. But Jackson Rutledge was nails. Uh, he pitched eight innings for Fredericksburg wow. in his start. Uh, as they got a win in game one, could not have been any better. Uh, Really, really impressive eight scoreless from him. So the 23-year-old first-round pick, he gave them the start they wanted. This is the biggest start of his career in a huge spot, and he turned in a gem. Uh, It has been very inconsistent up and down for him, considering the level. Like, if he was doing this in double-A or triple-A, I would not be overly concerned. This is development, yeah. But because it's essentially low A. I mean, it's at Fredericksburg as a 23-year-old, a few years removed from being a first overall pick out of a junior college. You know, it's been, at times, frustrating and borderline alarming. I've kind of always thought he's going to end up being a reliever because of his size uh, and the fact that it's it's hard for him to always throw strikes. He sprays the ball a little bit at times. But that was a hell of a start. Awesome to see. Important for him. I mean, you know, they, they've done this a, a little bit where they've kind of kept guys down because maybe they want to see some success or there's a metric or two that they're working on, but I don't know how, how important that was in a, hey, this is a playoff game. Just go be nasty. Just go win it. Just go step up and, and dominate for people. So, good for him, man. That, he, he needs a few wins in, in that regard. I, I don't mean wins and losses in terms of pitching, but just in terms of, let's build some success a little bit. You know, let, let's get back on track. That pandemic year, I think, was hard for him, as it was for a lot of people, kind of slowed his his development chain. So, it, it's, it's exciting that he's got you know a nice little feather in his cap here from a playoff start. 